Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be having a little bit of a retrospective on Series 6 of Doctor Who. Uh, but firstly, um, a little announcement. This week's show is brought to you by Cavonia. <laughs> so, as Paul, always feeling a little bit under the weather, aren't you? Yes. Yes. So I apologise in advance for any coughing, sneezing, or just generally passing out. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Well, I'd just say if, if you sneeze or cough, it would just add to the general air of, air of polish of this show, really, won't it? Yes. Because every it every... might actually improve the content. <laughs> Oh god! Well, we've got, well, actually, what we're going to do when Paul starts coughing, we're going to have an envision signer on to just to, just to give you a bit of sign language to let you know what he's talking about. So, uh, well, should we should we should we crack on before you drop dead? Yes. Yeah, that might be an that, idea. that's good. Be a short podcast. <laughs> Season six is finished. That's our review. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. First bit of news. Then, um, of course, uh, Save Doctor Who. Confidential campaign uh, is still ongoing. Um, now, what I didn't realise, I think it actually was on points of view this scene, which I missed. Points of view still goes. We it, said yes, that last week, didn't we? It's still going. I don't know who does it now. I don't know if it's uh, still uh, um, Terry Wogan or Anne Robinson. I've got absolutely no idea. It's probably Alan Titchmarsh, but. Uh, yeah, so apparently it was um, it was mentioned on there this evening, but there was no response um, from the BBC. However, apparently next week, um, Zy Bennett, the BBC Three controller, is going to be on there. So I think what the um, the guy around the campaign is hoping that it, will, it might be addressed directly next week. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Um, I've got a feeling that they're just going to go and cancel it and that'll be the end of it. Really, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's going to get a reprieve um, one way or the other. Um, however, it's, I mean, it has picked up um, over 30,000 signatures on, on the uh, online petition. Um, still plenty of uh, new people following on the uh, Twitter feed as well. Um, even people like uh, Neil Gaiman um, has sort of posted a comment on his Twitter feed. Uh, as as Ben Foster, who's the conductor um, for Doctor Who and composer for Torchwood. I didn't realise. I thought it was all Murray Gold. But, uh, I thought it was all Murray Gold, yeah, actually. Yeah. I'm sure, um, it says Murray Gold on, in the opening Yeah, that's credits. what I thought. That's what I thought. I mean, it must be a mistake. Uh, I, thought it was just the, I just thought he was the conductor. But, um, uh. yeah, but they've actually got into... Um, I think they've actually got to mention the Radio Times... Um, you know they sort of got some good coverage. They've got I mean, good luck to them. That's all I can say. Um, yeah. You know I don't think it will um, make one hell of a lot of difference. I mean, on the fact that the BBC trying to all don't doing this on the basis of oh, say license fee and we can't afford it and all this. Yeah. It did actually. Don't know if anyone probably out there find out the information easier than we could mm. as to actually how much money. From Doctor Who alone, the BBC makes in terms of DVDs, selling rights, and whatever. Well, it's it's DVDs, the toy. It's just a merchandise. Yeah, you know, it's big business. Um, it is, and you wonder actually whether it's almost even self self funding. Yeah, yeah. So 
the whole thing about Doctor Who and the license fee is probably actually a red herring in terms of... Well, I'd, I'd begin to think the so. The fans themselves pay for the show, if you like. Yeah, because um, I'm now glancing down at my um, 11 Doctor figure box set, um, which has got the BBC stamped all over it. Mm. So, um, But again, I don't know if that goes into BBC Worldwide as opposed to the BBC. Yeah, but in some ways it must all funnel back in some way because the BBC mm, must I, hold the rights. I, I bet you it doesn't because it's... I want to begin to wonder if they actually operate in the same sort of way that um, uh, British Telecom operate. That they're, they're, okay, they're one company, but they're fragmented. And what one part of B- BT makes a profit on, the other part of BT feels no benefit whatsoever. So I'm beginning to wonder if the BBC has... Um, Sort of as, as a similar sort of ruling against it, because otherwise I think they were just. Um... But but it but it but it, but it effect of on BBC Worldwide if BBC stopped making the show mm. would sort of pull the rug from underneath them. So you'd think it would have to be in some ways self. Yeah, exactly. And if it isn't, then that's actually a bad deal for for the BBC general, isn't it? Well, that's it is, isn't it? It really so is. I, I can't. Mm. I mean, without, I, I mean, without Doctor Who, I mean, they'd have to fall back on their uh, Torchwood merchandise of sex toys. So, yes. Yeah, so, and we don't want that, thank you very much. Okay, all right, some better news now. Um, the Doctor Who experience is to stay in London until uh, February next year. Um, it's now due to close on the 22nd of February before uh, transferring down to the... the uh, I'm not going to pronounce this. It's another place in Wales, but it's near the new BBC studios in Cardiff Bay. Right. So, um, well, but, that makes sense that they hold off until if that is not opening till March. You sort of think it makes sense that yes, yeah, sort of yeah, move everything down there in one go, sort of thing to well, I, I still promote ha- the new studios as well. Yeah, well, I still haven't been to see it, um, and it's actually given me a few more months to to get my backside in gear and. Uh, Find a small child to Find take small... his... uh, <laughs> so well, you well... don't look so embarrassed. <laughs> Paul, that just sounds so wrong. I've got <laughs> to find a small child to take up to London with. <laughs> that just sounds wrong. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Not surprising to the people that know you. <laughs> oh, Christ. No, that is wrong. I'm going to strike that bit out. <laughs> Oh dear! I hope you have a coughing fit now. <laughs> yeah, this this is a bit that'll all be edited, and you're just your voice coming over saying at this point the Paul's coughing got so bad we had to cut <laughs> this bit out. <laughs> oh dear! I, I don't quite know what to say to that allegation. Actually, I should defend myself rigorously. Oh dear! No, um, yeah, I would like to go and see. It. Apparently, it's the first um, bit. Um, which is really for children, where you sort, you know, where this bit you you sort of join in an adventure with the Doctor. Um, it's the stuff yeah. afterwards I want to see, which is all the old costumes and and props and stuff like that. Uh, that's the bit I'm really interested in seeing. So yeah, so it gives me a a, a couple of uh, a couple more months to uh, get up and see it. So uh, there we go. Okay, next bit of news. Uh, we're some DVD news now. Um, now. As usual, um, this isn't <laughs> these aren't any um, UK release schedules here, but it, it gives us a, a rough idea of what's coming up um, fairly 
soon um, from Two Entertain. Basically, Amazon in Canada has added some additional titles for next year. Um, they looks like Invasion of the Dinosaurs and the Android Invasion have been released together. Um, certainly in the UK, um, at least, I don't know when, uh, but as a unit box set. Um, now in Canada, that's uh, set for release on the 10th of January. So I suppose we can sort of expect to get it just before, I would have thought, mm. in the UK. Um, I do think... The Android invasion is stretching it a little bit to include in the unit box set. Yeah, as in it wasn't actually them, was it? No, it wasn't, no. Um, yeah. I'm not trying to give away any spoilers to that. No, but uh, yeah, a bit of a strange, strange addition, that one. Um, they also got the Sensorites, is listed for release on the 14th of February in Canada. And then we've got um, Revisitations 3 box set, Um now, that is going to comprise of the Robots of Death, uh, the Three Doctors, and Tomb of the Cybermen. Now, I mean, <laughs> I'm in two minds whether to get this or not, because I've already got the Three Doctors and Tomb of the Cybermen. Do I really want to buy them again? Yeah, this is always going to be the problem, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm not, uh, not entirely sure about this, but uh, oh, I'll probably go and buy them anyway. Just for completest sake, I think. And then, like I say, then in about a year's time, you've got the DVDs that start coming out, and away we go again. Yeah, that's it. So, oh, well, we'll see. Um, also, a little bit of um, news on future releases. Um, obviously, there's no idea of when these are actually going to be released, but apparently audio con- reconstruction episodes three and four of Planet of the Giants has been recorded. Um, there's also a documentary... Um, which be on the Demons uh, DVD, which is remembering Barry Letts. So, you know, you could answer the Demons being on a unit box set. Yeah, that'd make more sense, wouldn't it? As they had far more well, consider- of an input. Well, yeah, considering you've still got things like um, The Mind of Evil to come up. In, in, and uh, I'm trying to think of the other Pertwee First series one, and I'm... The Ambassador's Death, sorry. Um, they would have been better as unit box sets, considering they've, you know, Pertwee's first season probably featured unit more heavily Yeah. than, uh, than it ever did. Hmm, I just find the Android invasion a really bizarre inclusion. Like, these two are coming out at the same time, so they're yeah. about the same time, so we're releasing them together. Yeah, just seems a bit of a very, very tenuous link. Uh, and the last bit of um, future release news is the tribute to Nicholas Courtney is being produced, um, which will feature, as I say, feature many interviews with the actor himself. Oh, good. Yeah. It's only right, really, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, yeah, I'll probably be purchasing that. Yes. We're going to wonder if they're going to do one for uh, Liz Sladen, but I'm sort of wondering if, if they're going to sort of do that for uh, Sarah Jane Adventure DVD yeah, releases. Hmm. Well, the books, her, the biography or biography is coming out soon, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Next month. That's right. So, so yeah, we'll probably be getting that, actually. But, uh, yeah, talking to Sarah Jane, um, I, can, I still haven't watched this week's episode yet. You don't watch it, do you? I, I don't tend to watch it. You don't no, tend to watch so. it. Well, I, all I can say is I recorded episode one um, perfectly fine on Monday. 
And what I was going to do, I was going to record both episodes and then watch them in, in one one big lump. Um, and unfortunately, my Sky Plus box decided to un-series link, or just call that series unlink itself from the program, so it didn't record it. So I've now got to uh, drag the uh, PS3 downstairs and watch the second episode on iPlayer. So I'll just blame Murdoch. I'm sure you sure the the reason isn't closer to home. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. It's, 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 it was actually um, it's actually uh, Joe, my, that's my wife, actually set the series link up for it. <laughs> so she says. No, I realised it clashed with EastEnders or Coronation. No, <laughs> no, Joe jo isn't a. She's not a big fan of um, Doctor Who in the, in the way. I'm sure watch it if it's on, especially the, the new series, not so much the old series. Um, but um, she does like the Sarah Jane Adventures. So I think it's more accessible. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, and another bit of... Um, well, I say it's, it's not DVD news this time. It's Big Finish news. They are having a special sale on the 22nd of October to celebrate The Companion Chronicles, which was um, a Doctor Who spin-off series, uh, which features... So quite sort of old companions, sort of like um, like Vicky and Zoe, um, Liz Shaw. So it sort of uh, bring, brings back some old actors to uh, to the Doctor Who world. Um, so basically, the special day will see the individual stories priced at five pounds, um, but it says or all four for sixteen. So let's see what um, they've got here. So what we've got there will be um, Frostfire, Fear of the Daleks. The Blue Tooth, which is a um, Cyberman story, and The Beautiful People. Um, now, the companions of each one, the first one, Frostfire, has got um, Vicky. Um, Fear of the Daleks has Zoe. Blue Tooth has Liz Shaw. And The Beautiful People has Romana 2 in it, Lalawald. So, so if you want... Uh, yeah. yeah, so it doesn't sound too bad, badly priced, actually. Um, yeah. But I must admit, I haven't listened to a lot of um, Big Finish. No, I've heard the odd one or two, which haven't been too bad, actually. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they get more sales now of a year without TV. Well, they might get a few more off of me, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So that, so if you fancy some um, cheap audio stories, there you go. Go to the Big Finish website on the 22nd of October. And just one thing, actually, to add on DVD releases. We were saying yes. last week regarding Series 6 coming out on the 21st of November, the full series, and we said, oh, when the question was asked, when does 6.2 come out on DVD? Because we presumed it was, and it's going to be tomorrow. Yes, so that's uh, Monday, the 10th of October. Yes. Yes. So, um, or it depends when I put this podcast out. In other words, it might have been today. Today, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um because we're, we're we're recording this on the Sunday, so it, it will be tomorrow. But I've got because of um, editing times, I might sort of um, be putting this out on a Monday in future. That, that might be our our, uh, our new a new date for new podcasts will be Mondays in future. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, and last bit of news: um, unfortunately, we have to report that George Baker, who played. Decider Login in the Tom Baker 1980 story Full Circle has died at the age of 80. Um, probably not that well known outside of the UK, I would have thought. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I don't know. No. Um, well, he's probably best known in the UK for playing Inspector Wexford 
um, in the Ruth Rendell mysteries, um, which again I, I didn't really watch a lot of. No, it's just, it's people who listen to this podcast will realise that we basically only watch Doctor Who by the sound of it. Yes, indeed. Um, but I actually I always remember George Baker for playing Hilary Bray in On a Majesty's Secret Service because that's who uh, George Lazenby um, impersonates when he goes to uh, Blofeld's uh, mountain ski resort. And it was actually George Baker who dubbed his own voice over the top of George Lazenby's. So it wasn't, it wasn't even George Lazenby doing an impression of George Baker, it was George Baker doing an impression of himself. Right, that's clear. That's that clear. There, there you go. Yeah, need to sit down there. So, yes, so there we go. A bit of a... Um, Obviously, there is no Doctor Who news whatsoever um, now the series is finished. Um, there's not even any um, Christmas uh, Christmas special news either. It's been a very, very quiet week on the news front. So not, not, not I've got my hands on anyway. So, no. You, you, you haven't coughed once yet, Paul. I have, but I've been turning my microphone off. Ah! <laughs> Good job, really. Okay, well, in that case then, just so you can have a big long cough, that was the news. Okay, it is retrospective time, and as we said at the beginning of the show, we'll be taking a look back at the whole of Series 6 of Doctor Who. So, um, now, um, we discussed this off-air before we start recording, I actually haven't had a chance to rewatch any of the episodes this week. Um, whereas you have, Paul, and you put them into a certain order, didn't you? Um, well, not into a certain. Well, I tried to. I tried to go back and sort of watch the story arc episodes just yeah. to see how much more sense they made. Now knowing the conclusion, mm. uh, and missed out various. I haven't seen them all. I haven't seen all the episodes from series six. Um, but I try to watch the story arc ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because I, I, st- I haven't. Um, I just did not have time at all this week. But I mean, fortunately, it's pretty um, sort of still fresh in my memory. You know, especially in the last episode, we sort of brought it all together. Um, but yeah, yeah, Karen, because I, I obviously you, you've got, you've probably you've probably got more information on this than I have. At the moment, because then you've you've just watched them. Yeah, I'm actually I'm talking about the series generally. Mm. Um, I think when we just did the sort of series part one review, mm. yeah, I tended to be not necessarily happy with the series as far as it was going. Um, I think I've changed my mind on that. Okay, and okay. but what I will say about this was really think the splitting of the series into two parts has actually made it not as good as it could have been I, th- yeah, I think yeah I agree because it, it sort of lost that momentum didn't it it's not only that I just think actually too much because they had to hit a good man goes to war at the end of the that to be episode 7 had to be the mid-season break mm. episode you sort of had it top heavy at the beginning with the story arc once yeah and the second half of the series has been 
pretty much light on story arc. It's really only Let's Kill Hitler and The Wedding of River Song being really anything to do with it, other than perhaps the ten, last 10 minutes of closing time. Yeah, it's it has been sort of off... I think the best way to describe it's been off balance. Yeah. This series. Um, and it, and it, I think, entirely caused by the needing to put, needing to get the episodes, get the information in that they needed to get in mm. to end the first series on A Good Man Goes to War. Yeah, which I still think was a, um, the wrong... I don't know. Maybe it was the wrong episode to, to have a mid-series break or to end, end your first half of the series. Because it, suppose, because it didn't really end on a cliffhanger, it ended on a revelation. Yeah, but it was the most, yeah. probably the most spectacular episode of the series. Yeah, now that's, I must admit, that's what I was sort of expecting for The Wedding of River Song. Yeah. And I'm still, um, I still find that episode disappointing. But actually, if we start from the beginning, shall we start from the beginning? Yeah. And, and, and go through them. Um, so if we take um, the Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon as as like a as a whole, because I think that's how we we did it anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. When we did our uh, we, did, we did our review, um, I still think that they're sort of as sort of two part stories go. It was the because we didn't have any sort of two parts apart from that and the um, Rebel Flesh and the Almost People. Yeah. Are there only two parts of this series, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you, you could almost say "Good Man Goes to War" was the end of the was a, was a third part to the uh, Rebel Flesh. Yeah, people. suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I would say if we if we if we sort of do treat them as two parts, I think they 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 were the better of the two parters. Um, even though I still have, I thought Impossible Astronaut was a a strong opening. Yeah, to the series definitely. I think that's probably one of my um, my favourite episodes. Um, it's not my all time favourite of this this series, but we'll come on to that later. Um, but the day of the moon, I just thought there was a lot of. I mean, it was good. It was fast paced and all that, but it was the whole um, shooting all the companions. Yeah, to get them into. I mean, was, it, yeah, that there were just there was lots that didn't make sense in that episode, yeah. and still don't make sense now knowing. Well, as full a conclusion as you're going to get on all parts, is it? Mm, that's right. That's... Yeah. Yeah, I... that, that, that starting off, was it two or three months later? Yeah. was just... I understand they were going off to find their... You know, you know, gather a bit more evidence about the silence, or what they yeah. thought was the silence at the time. Um, but even when, the, when that was um, revealed, we still don't know what that particular alien species is called. They're not the silence, because the silence is a religious order. Yeah, I mean it's not even that. It's just actually at the end of the three months they didn't seem to know anything more. No, they didn't. Than um, they did before. They learnt more from the picture taken on Amy's phone, mm. which wasn't anything to do with that. Oh no, it was um, yeah finding mission. So yeah, I mean I quite uh, I like the um, the resolution to it with the the moon landing. Yeah, thing. I thought that was I thought that was good. Like use that point in history to, um, to weave weave your story into. I thought that that was that was really good. Um, I just didn't like the. Also I didn't like. But I just thought the whole um, having to you know, Canton Everett 
Delaware the Third shooting Amy and Rory and and trying to catch a river as well. I just thought that was a little bit daft. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah there's, they're, the whole of that actually didn't make any sense. No, um, it's not from the point of view of well, I can't understand he had to get them inside that um, that prison that the Doctor was in. Yeah, but but the um, minute you got them inside, they then took off in the TARDIS. So why they couldn't have just gone round in the TARDIS and collected them? Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't seem to be too much of a. Unless it was just, I mean, I know it, I think it was just used as some way just to get the Doctor into the um, Apollo. Was it Apollo Eleven? Wasn't it landed on the moon? Oh, my history's terrible. Uh, just to get him into the uh, command module. Yeah, it's just sort of you know to bring uh, Richard Nixon out, wasn't it, into the. Uh... But again, it didn't seem to make any. It was fun. Yeah. But I think there's just a, a few things that didn't quite ring true um i mean I, I keep going back to the fact that you know that's to shoot the companions in fact well surely someone would have noticed there was no bullet holes no blood yeah um yeah i mean so and so on you know I mean, he could have collected them like he actually collected with a song effectively mm. yeah there's no reason why you couldn't have done that with amy and rory so yeah that 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 did seem to be just for oh we're in america we can do a nice big long scene of Amy running down. Yeah, sit. Oh, and, and Rory on a big dam. I mean, yeah. it just seemed to be like, oh, we've got the locations. How can we fit these into the the episode rather than um, this is an important part, part of the plot? Yeah, I mean, they could have... I mean, you know, they didn't have... I don't see why it being in America didn't... I, I suppose if you're going to use the Apollo 11 um, thing, yeah, it's important the story had to take place in America. But you've got... A, t- a, a, a vehicle that can travel in time and space. Yeah. You don't have to be in America. You don't have to set the story in America. Yeah. If you think, well, I can use this point in history, and you, you just go there. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. I think just the fact that they could afford to go to America and made the most of it, really. Yeah. That was it. Um, but as I say, it was, it was still a good two-parter. Yeah. I mean, if we want to keep the... Shall we look at the the actual story arc ones first and then go back to the individual episodes okay. Okay. afterwards? So that's next moves on to the Rebel Flesh Almost People. Yes. Which you didn't like at the time. And if you've not watched it again, I doubt your impression of it. No, I, well, I, I didn't... I quite like the Rebel Flesh. I thought that was quite... Um, I thought that was quite good. It was um, the Almost People I didn't like. At all, and I still don't. Actually, I think that was probably my um, most disliked episode of the series. Yeah, I just, I just didn't enjoy it at all. I thought as a, and it's that same thing that Doctor Who seems to fall prey to: is that it's the weak second part to a two-part story. Because what yeah. started, what started out was quite. Um, Sort of interesting, and and uh, it could have been quite, you know, quite creepy. Um, it just descended into like another monster of the week, didn't it? But well, I suppose actually, I mean, looking for, back no, for no good they, reason as well. So, I mean, they had to. The whole thing about the flesh, I suppose, was the the thing into that, wasn't it? I mean, which is what they had to. Yeah, it was just leading into a good, a good man goes to war, wasn't it? Yeah. And the fact that Amy 
wasn't the real Amy. And the whole thing on that, the whole thing on the almost people that followed was people's, could people tell the difference between the two doctors? Mm. Now, actually, going, going back to that, I can't remember if they, you, you've watched it, maybe you can refresh my memory. When I haven't, actually. These are, these are the two that I haven't watched. Oh, you haven't watched? Okay. Now, what I was going to say was, um, when did they actually kidnap Amy? I can't, I can't remember when they said that be... happened. It seems to be actually before the series starts. So we, we you have to believe, I think, that she was the flesh incarnation from before the Impossible Astronaut. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, because I can't remember if they ever actually addressed that or not. Because she already knew she was pregnant, didn't she, by the right. Impossible Astronaut? Yeah. So, um, and by day of the moon, there was already um, photos. I suppose that was. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I presume it was in before, even before the Impossible Astronaut. Yeah, I I really honestly can't remember. I think I I do seem to remember an explanation, but for the life of me, I can't remember what the hell it was. Yeah, yeah, really can't. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a bit of because she'd already seen the because she already saw. Um, I can't remember her name now. The eye patch woman when she was in the children's home. Mm, that's right. Through yeah. the hatch, hadn't she? So you yeah. can presume that she was already. Yeah, so at least, at least by day. By yeah, at least, at least by day of the moon. Yeah, she was um, flesh Amy, wasn't she? Yeah, and um, I think we can take it that she was. Meant to be from yeah. the start, right yeah. from the start. Yeah, it was. Um, anyway, getting back to the rebel flesh and the almost people, I think it was. Um, it was so. Yeah, it was. It was okay. It just seemed to. I mean, looking back on it, it was a little bit of a. Oh, I don't know. I was going to call it a bit of a pointless story, really. All it, it, I mean, actually, all, it, all it did was introduce the flesh, and that was it. And it didn't really go anywhere after that, did it? No, I mean, I actually, I, still, I quite liked them. I still liked them as a two-part. I think they sort of still stand up as a two-part story without the mm, continuation. I don't, um, I don't know. I, 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 I just, I, I no, I just didn't like the almost people at all. I thought the Rebel Flesh was good. It was a good setup, and the, and then the payoff. I just, I still think was was pretty poor. Um, I thought there was a lot of um, continuity inconsistencies in it. Um, the whole. Flesh Doctor thing was a little bit well that didn't really go anywhere, did it? I know yeah. I know you're supposed to sort of like so he could understand them more, but it as I say, it didn't really go anywhere. Um I just didn't really as I say I just, I just didn't I just didn't enjoy it at all. Um it was all a bit the ending was I still find a bit um contrived with the um the now sort of flesh guy going off to meet his son. Yeah, and all that. I just thought, well, a shoehorned happy ending, um, and it, you could and you could see that coming a mile off as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did. They sort of tried to get the happy ending for for the for the remaining uh, non companions, so to speak. Yeah. So, sort of, the ganger went off to play. Uh, father and son with the yeah, both well, got to play happy, happy families and all he that. He suddenly had the miracle cure to the um, leader woman. 
Yeah. For her, now, for her now, now we, plot in the brain or whatever it that's was. That's it. Now, we actually made um comment of that at the time, didn't we? Yeah. Um, because we made that comparison with Curse of the Black Spot, where at the end the Doctor just goes, there's nothing I can do to help any of these people here. Yeah. Um, but a couple of episode, episodes later, he's yeah. got the, the cure for a blood clot in a handy yeah. little uh, vial under under the, the TARDIS console. Yeah. So, again, as I say, the whole, the whole thing was just inconsistent. Yeah, they was trying to get a happy ending le- that then led you to the shock of the revelation that Amy was the flesh yeah. copy rather than... Yeah. That's what it was. It was to let everyone was, oh, look, sort of feel-good, happy ending. And then suddenly the next bit actually wasn't a feel-good, happy no. ending. Um, and I, I think that was probably the only real effective bit in the whole episode was the ending. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I certainly didn't see at the time. I certainly didn't see it coming. No. Because I think everyone at the time was still, because um, the whole episode had you guessing which, which one is the real Doctor, but no one actually gets. Well, is that the real Amy? Yeah. You know, it was uh, no. I thought that that was a good little rug pull. Yeah. Um, at the end. And what was but... interesting is. There were supposed to have been clues to it earlier, wasn't they? Because obviously Night Terrors was meant to be the third episode. Mm. And as I think you mentioned, at the end of that, when they're sitting on the wall before they fly off, the Doctor says, here we are in the flesh. Yeah. And I think that was supposed to be a little nod to tell you... The Doctor suspected. Yeah. Yeah. But because then they swapped them round and that one went out of sequence... Sort of threw you a bit later, then, just to think, into, is that the, is the Doctor? Yes, right. <laughs> the flesh <yeah>. Doctor <laughs> going into the yeah the um, last episode. But that, that's what made me think at the time when I heard that yeah. line. Yeah, but um, obviously it was actually meant to be a nod to tell you that the Doctor suspected that Amy wasn't all the way back as far as well. As yeah. it would have been episode three. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually then why. Well, actually, you had the Doctor's wife in between, didn't you? But then, yeah, he obviously to tell you that he actually was going off to find out more about the flesh. Mm. Yeah, so no, it, it, I mean, from that point of view, now it sort of makes it makes sense, but I just think that putting the curse of the black spot there instead kind of didn't make it make sense any longer, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And that, that, and that aside goes back to, I think, whether this... Um, if this had been a whole... 13 episodes straight off the bat series mm. I suspect you'd have had probably Night Terrors in as well in the first half yeah yeah you would have done but it had just been then an unbalanced you'd have had 8 and 5 rather than 7 and 6 as the series break yeah that's right so I felt just what I say I think the break actually spoilt it I think so yeah um, I hope they don't do that again but there's Rumours continue to go around that Series 7 will be split into two parts again, so if so, then... It, it depends. I mean, but then there's also rumours that it's not going to be so much story arc. Well, if it isn't, then it doesn't really matter. That's a, exactly, yeah. It's just because this one, there was quite a lot of story arc, and obviously in the first half. Yeah. Um, well, OK. Well, the fruit, so split really noticed. So from that, we lead into A Good Man Goes to War. To war. Um, Which I have watched again. Yeah. Have you changed your opinion? Um, 
yeah, I quite enjoy it. I quite enjoyed it, but actually, I enjoyed it because I was watching it as part of the story arc. Hmm. I think so. I sort of watched it. Um, I still like it. I still like that episode. Yeah. But it works in terms of if you're going to watch all the. So I watched the Impossible Astronaut, Day of the Moon. I could remember. I didn't have time. I knew I wasn't going to have time to watch the two part uh, Rebel Flesh. Yeah. Almost people. So then went straight into Good Man Goes to War. And then straight into Let's Kill Hitler. So in, in that sense, it works. So, well, how, so that... how do that? How do those two? Because I, I, obviously I haven't sort of watched them together. Um, so how do the two actually dovetail? Because honestly, I've only had that. I've just had the. What from what I've seen, I've just had the, the few months gap, between the Good Man Goes to War and Let's Kill Hitler. So if you watch them back to back, how how does it sort of pan out? Because again, you still got like a bit of a. a few months later, sort of scenario, haven't yeah. you? I mean, it does. It they don't obviously follow on. In, in necessarily in full time, mm. because actually what you did, what I haven't watched in between is also you had the little um, prequel bit that was on the website as well, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, it was him refusing to take Amy's calls, which was um, which was quite a good, a good little yeah. prequel, I thought actually. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, they didn't. But in that, that sense, also because Let's Kill Hitler didn't really necessarily work unless you're watching them as a a series. It's, it's not a standalone in itself episode. No, no, so that, no. Because if you if you came into that cold, you would think, "What the hell is going on?" Going on here, yeah, you really would, wouldn't you? But then the same, the same with a good man goes to war. <clears throat> to be honest, mm. um. I think watching A Good Man Goes to War, I did enjoy it this time, actually, but probably because I was knew what I was expecting. Well, it brought in some... I thought that episode brought in some really, really good characters. Yeah. Um, you had the uh, the Solurian and her maid. Yeah. Um, you had the <laughs> the lactating Sontaran. Yeah. Um, that were, but, you know, really, really good characters. It's a shame the Sontaran was killed off because I thought he was he was really, really good. Um, yeah. But on yeah. the basis they're all clones, they can always bring him back. They could, yeah, they could do. Um, but <laughs> the, the only bit that didn't um, sort of really work for me was the Cybermen again for the second time. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, that was the first time, the first offence of the series. Yeah, they turn up and then actually Rory effectively kicks their ass on his own. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was but... great to see the Cyber Fleet. Yeah, it was great to see that. Um, there's still debate whether they are actually um, the Mondasian Cybermen or the Cybus Men, because everyone says it's the Mondasian ones because it hasn't got the C on the chest plate anymore. Yeah, I, I, I suspect that's going to be quietly dropped. I think so. And there's going to be no mention back to it now. Yeah, because they're um, not Stephen Moffat's creation in that sense. So no. you need to keep that going. That's right. That line of storyline going. There's not really much further you can go with it without saying, oh, look, the rifts at the time. Yeah, the void's open again. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you do that, then you open up everything else again. So, literally. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, actually was I suspect that's, that's going to be quietly dropped and yes. we're just back into Cybermen. Please, please, folklore. please drop the Cybermen. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. It's, actually, I mean, it's a shame also they can't afford it. It, it would have been nice if, if it was the um, the cyber, sorry, the, the Mondasian Cybermen. Um, it would have been good to just have a bit more of a redesign of the costumes. Yeah. Because I mean, not... the fact is, actually, the costumes are quite good. I quite like them. They're good, but I don't like the, the clonk, clonk, clonk. You can hear them coming a mile off. Yeah. Um, which, which, which I'll come to later. With, with the second appearance of the Cybermen in this uh, in this series, well, I mean, going back to Good Man Goes to War, with um, the be- one of the best bits about that actually was the when River Song arrives at the end, yeah, and berates him for when he's saying none of this is my fault and all this, and she's saying yes, it is. Yeah, if you lead yourself to be this person who's becomes feared. Then people will try to stop you. Yeah, that's they'll right. Try anything to stop you. Um, it's, there's, there's, yeah, there's still. I mean, obviously, we still didn't know their reasons why they wanted to stop the doctor. Um, but yeah. we, we obviously, well, obviously, when it, when it gets to the Wedding River song, it's this fields of Trenzalor yeah. um, thing that they're, they're trying to stop. Um, but as of yet, we don't know what that is, do we? No. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was a very, very good scene. Um, it did sort of point out to him that. Um, he's been sort of going running around the the universe, taking on just about everybody and winning. Um, yeah. But even though that was sort of like the, the the resolution to the series five, really wasn't it? When they all, when they all got to, you know there was a massive alliance of all the Doctor's enemies. Yeah. To you know to to you know not not to kill him but to imprison him. Um, so again, really, you've got you've got the same thing again. But it, it, it's the way it's it's been done is a little bit more subtle, I suppose. Yeah. And the fact that it's actually people helping him <clears throat> have been hurt this time, rather than just him, yeah, being attacked. Yeah, it's using sort of his his friends and loved ones as weapons against him. Yeah, and Which people w- that have come to help have been killed and. Yeah, it was um, it was it was it was certainly a, a, a fresh angle on everything, you know, to you know to take down the Doctor. Yeah, so I thought it was good. Um, but getting back to the actual um, the actual episode itself, um, I mean, again, I, I still think it it wasn't the right way to end series six point one. Um, I, I do think it because it it should have ended on a massive cliffhanger, um, and it didn't. It ended, as I said, really. It ended on a resolution. It, it revealed who River Song is, and then he goes off in his TARDIS to go and find, you know, the baby version. Yeah. Or baby Melody, really. Or so we believe, actually. Which, in actual fact, he didn't. He decided. He obviously decides at that point. Or at least at some point between that and let's kill Hitler, that actually what's happened has happened. Yeah, and well, we've just got to accept that River Song is their child. We know what's happened to her, and that is that. Really. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were going. I don't know if they were going for like a, an Empire Strikes Back style ending. Because that effectively ended more or less the same with Lando and Chewie going off to search yeah. for Han who was missing, and that was yeah. sort of similar, really, wasn't it? He sort of the Doctor left them behind to go and look for look for Melody. 
didn't really have much of an idea. Well, he, no, he did say, I know exactly where to go and find her. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know on that. Maybe I don't know if that's what they were, what they were sort of angry towards. But it would make sense that he wouldn't try and get the baby back. Because if at that stage... It would change everything. He knows, even to that extent, that it's River that shoots him mm. or kills him or whatever. And that is a point of time that can't be changed as such. Um, then, obviously, rescuing the baby would change that, the course of history. It would do, yeah. Anyway, so the only way you can let the history take its course is by not going after the baby. Which, of course, he can't let Amy know. No. Which is why he then obviously goes and runs and hides. Yeah. Or refuses to um, speak to, to her through that period. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, it sort of makes more sense. It does now. It does ending. now. Yeah, now you know the ending as to why. Okay. Well, if, what, let's kill Hitler. You think? Well, why hasn't he tried to? Yeah. Well, if we if we now move on to the last um, episode, Wedding of River Song. Um, actually, if we just take in the last ten minutes of closing time as well. Yeah. Uh, which stood out like a sore thumb against the the rest of that episode. But okay, yeah. to to, yes. to continue the story, to the story arc, it, it it played its part. Yeah. But that 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 as such could have been the first ten minutes of the wedding of River Song, couldn't it? It could have very it easily have been. Very easily have been. It made more sense for it to have been than to be the last ten minutes of closing time. Yeah. Um I know there was sort of an an, an air in closing time of the, of the doctor sort of more or less accepting his fate, which yeah. which then there's a complete reversal of that in the in the Wedding of River Song. Yeah, yeah, because by that stage, again, he's starting to almost... Try and run away from his own destiny, really, isn't he? Well, he's, he's, he's in two short... He's in two minds, whether he can fight them or run away, isn't he? There's mm. not... The acceptance has gone. Until, of course, he makes the phone call to the... Where the brigadier was... Yeah, that's being right. ...after... And finds out that he's passed away. So it was, uh, yeah. So to say, could have very easily have made the first two minutes when the Wedding of River Song. Now I am still in two minds about the Wedding of River Song. I still think it's a disappointing episode uh, to certainly end a series on. But I'm kind of, kind of softening towards it. I don't think I'll ever like it, one hundred percent. Put it that way. Well, again, it's another one that's not going to work without the other episodes. It's never going to be no. an episode that you're going I, to think, oh, I'll stick that on and watch that. No, I, no, 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 no I, just, I just didn't think, as, as a resolution, I just thought it was pretty poor, to be honest. I thought it could have been one hell of a lot better. And, and, yeah. and, and, I, and I, I, I stand by what I said last week. I still think it needed, it needed to be a two-part story. It was far. It was far, far too rushed. The whole thing yeah. about the the the, uh, the doctor basically picking up. Oh, you need to speak to so and so, and oh, now you must speak to him. And it was all over and done with far, far too quickly. And there could have been a lot more mystery built into it. Yeah. Whereas it was, it was just bang, 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 and then we're at the pyramids. Yeah. You know. 
But I suspect, I still suspect if they tried to have taken that more slowly, I think you'd have start, they'd have had to have given away the endings a lot quicker. I'm not quite sure they could have, without throwing more red herrings, I'm not quite well, sure no, how no, they could have. Well, no, they didn't actually have to, to chuck in red herrings. They just could have made the Doctor's journey to finding out you know, what the hell is going on just a little bit, um, I'm not going to say padded out, but it just needed a bit more a bit more there, a bit more meat on the bone. Yeah. I just didn't find it satisfying at all. I really didn't. And I mean, a lot of people, I mean, listening to other podcasts and reviews and everything, they, they seem to think it was a very, very good resolution to the series. But I'm a little, I'm still not, I'm still not convinced about it. I really am not. Oh, getting back to also the thing about, I was saying, oh, because it also, Canton saying, oh, that is the real Doctor. Mm. And I was thinking, oh, that's clever, because technically it was the real Doctor inside the... But actually, Canton says, that's the real Doctor, and I can tell you, he most certainly is dead. Yeah. Um, which I'd forgotten he actually said. I thought that was actually very clever, and I thought you just said, I can tell you, that's not a clone. No, yeah. You know, it is the real Doctor. Well, I, th- I think that's the um, the thing that everybody was pretty much annoyed about. Yeah. Of... When this actually happened, because if you think back to the beginning of this series with the Impossible Astronaut, Stephen Moffat categorically stated that the Doctor is properly dead. Yeah. Now, that wasn't misdirection or anything. That no. was an out-and-out lie. Yeah. Really. Um, I don't really know why he said that or why he felt he had to say that. Yeah. Because it, it was quite obvious. Um that he knew the Doctor wasn't going to die. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought I thought they'd been quite clever because I thought that Elder Kenton had said that, I can tell you, that is the real Doctor. Mm. Which, technically, if he was inside the test selector, it would have been yeah. the real Doctor. Um, but he just says, and he's dead. Yeah. So, which says, all right, so you can't, whatever Kenton says is wrong then as well. In that. Yeah, that's right. I just... Yeah, that didn't make a hell of a lot of sense. No. Really didn't. Really didn't. I, I, I just... I still think it is just... A, I know you liked it, and there's lots of other people liked it. Unfortunately, I was just one of the ones who didn't like the resolution to this to this particular story arc. Um, but, saying that, in between all this story arc stuff, we had some cracking ep- standalone episodes, didn't we? Yeah. Um... Now, if we go well, back... I suppose we had three cracking episodes. Yeah, yeah. Two if... that were... Mm. <laughs> yeah, if we go back... Okay, let's go back to the first of these standalones then. Uh, the Curse of the Black Spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't like it. I don't dislike it as much as I dislike all the almost people. It, I, just, I think everyone's expecting, as we, as we said before, um, it was because it was pirates, we expected a bit of a romp. Yeah. And it wasn't, was it? No, it had. It, it didn't really fire on any level, did it? No, really. No, uh, I, I, I can't really say much more about it, really, because it, yeah. it was it was such a um, a nothing entry. 
into the series. It really was. It was just really was put in as the light, re- totally the re- light relief into what was quite a heavy first half of the series. Yeah. And you could see that's why it swapped with Night Terrors. Mm. It was for that reason, because Night Terrors would have been quite dark in there. Yeah, following, following on from the Apostle Astronaut and Day of the Moon. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So they put that one in there to just sort of remind everyone, oh, this is a kids' programme. Um, didn't you say at the time this this just reminded you that this we, we are watching yeah. the kids' programme? Programme, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, and the other two had been quite two parter had been quite complicated in its jumping around and mm, whatever. Right. Yeah. So this was a straightforward, effectively, um, story. So sh- should we should we ignore that one like like it, like it never happened? Yes. Yes. Let's ignore this one. Um, let's go straight to the, now onto the doctor's wife. Doctor's wife. Uh, which. Everybody has sort of said this is their favourite episode. Yeah. Uh, now, at the time, it was my favourite episode. Because uh, we only had half a, half a season to watch. Yeah. That was my favourite episode. But that has changed. Um, it hasn't for me. It hasn't. I actually watched um, <clears throat> The Girl Who Waited and this back-to-back. And yeah. I still... Like the Doctor's wife more. Uh, I, I still prefer the girl who waited. That is, I just that that story just hit the hit every button for me. It really did. It was just, everything about it was great. It was the 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 acting, the music. It, it was just fantastic. I just really yeah. did. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, yeah. Doctor's wife. Um, everyone still says it was a game changing episode. Do you, do you agree with that? Um. No, not so much. I mean, I suppose the idea of the between the Doctor and the TARDIS and the relationship is somewhat. I mean, yeah. the lines of in you know whether she chose him or he chose her, and the fact of the TARDIS being unreliable, and mm. but actually, no, she always it always took it took him where he needed to go. Yeah. Actually, before we could talk any more about the um, standard episodes, did, did we completely miss Let's Kill Hitler? Sort of. We did, didn't we? Should, should we quickly go back to that before we continue talking about the standalones? Because um, I, I think we just went straight from Good, Good, Good Man Goes to War straight to um, the Wedding River song, really, didn't we? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, cause to a certain extent, though, Let's Kill Hitler has that effect <laughs> on me. Yeah, um... I liked it at the time, but I, I slight uh, yeah, I don't like it as much now. Because you don't actually need it. No, as such. No, it was. Uh, I think it was a wasted opportunity of a story. Yeah. It was only there to move the River Song story forward. Yeah. And you could have done that anywhere. I know the whole. It, it, it was, it was it, there to a explain the. The regeneration and then the lack of regeneration in River Song yeah. by the time it gets round to yeah, which you silence in the library, Forest of the Dead. Yeah, which you could have done anywhere. And I once said, Oh, it was brilliant, you know, it was um and I said so at the time that, you know, it was great that you know the whole thing's that this cool hit was actually misdirection, he was just locked in a cupboard yeah. for the entire story. I mean, now well, she, I suppose I'm, it had I'm, to be there for the test selector as well, didn't it? Yeah. That that that's what it was. That's that's that was what 
actually Let's Kill Hitler was about. But you could have taken but you could have you could have taken any sort of famous person from history, sort of like who yeah. who died or whatever and deserved to be sent to hell. Um I know, I know, you know. But how many times have you said "Let's kill Hitler" over the course of? This oh, time? I know. It's, I mean, it's a great title. It's a great title for for, for an episode. So, so that was why it was chosen. <laughs> no, is it? I just thought it was a wasted opportunity. That looking back on it, I really do. Um, yeah. It's they they could have actually addressed something there. I think. I know it's a kids show, and that maybe sort of dressings um, Hitler's. Attitude towards the world, yeah, would have been quite challenging. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I just think it was a bit. It, as I say, it could have been anything. Yeah, it 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 really all it was to do with regenerate the regeneration of River Song and why she can't regenerate anymore. Yeah, and actually, I must and admit, to introduce the Tessalector yeah. thing. And I think it was actually this particular story. That made me think, you know what, I've had enough of River Song now. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it was just the... I mean, everyone said, well, it, it was a, a good, fun episode. But it, it was just that by, by that point, I think, that I just had my fill of River Song. Yeah. And I don't... I, I can't quite put my finger on why. It just grated on me. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I, honestly, it, I can't say I feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I think actually it did, the other it did. episode she's been in mm. in the first half of the series was obviously saying about the the end of a good man goes to war, and generally being actually the um, almost effectively hired gun in the Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon. Mm worked as well with her as a character. Yeah, I know. I liked it when it was like that. It was just for some reason, by the time it got to Let's Go Hit and the way that character... I know it wasn't the River Song we knew. It was more... It, yeah. was, it was Melody Ponds then, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. River. Um, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like the, the character in, in that episode. And that, for me, that was, the, that was the beginning of the end of my um, liking of the character. Yeah. The, t- the time it got to the Wedding River Song, I... I just thought, oh, can we please just get this over and done with now? I love a good story arc, but I was just getting bored of that character, and I think that I think that was probably my biggest problem. Come come the end, I didn't care anymore. <laughs> but uh, anyway, anyway, we've we've covered. Let's kill Hitler then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, back to the Doctor's wife then. Um, yeah, what what were we saying? What were we saying? Um, no, I actually really like the idea of this story. I have to say. Oh yeah, the, um, I mean the, the the idea behind, and, it, and again, it was well acted. Um, it looked really good as well. Yeah, I mean, in some of in some of the things in it, I mean, obviously the when Amy says to him, "You're just when he thinks he's found more time lords, you're looking, you're just looking for forgiveness," mm. and the way he just turns around and says, "Aren't we all?" Yeah. Yeah, knowing uh, what he'd done. Yeah. Yeah. And then to the actual the revelation that there wasn't any, and it was just the yeah box of distress signals really wasn't yeah. it yeah. So that through to the idea of the his relationship talking about his relationship with the TARDIS yeah thought was good 
And then also had my favourite, some of my favourite, a couple of my favourite lines is when the TARDIS that they're in materialises into the old console room. Yeah. And he's saying about, it's the TARDIS. It's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a woman, it's the TARDIS. And Amy's saying about, did you wish really hard? Yeah. <laughs> and then where's, where's Uncle? Oh, he was standing right where you materialised. Oh, another oh, nef- I save. Nef- nephew, if you mean. Nephew, nephew sorry. Yes, nephew. nephew. Yeah, another yeah. ood I couldn't save. Was um, probably my favourite line out of the, <laughs> the whole series, I think. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, but I'd say it was okay. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to the girl who waited after because the next sort of standout episode was Night Terrors. Yeah. Uh, which after we did our podcast and listened to other um, podcasts, it, it seemed to divide a lot of opinion. This one, now I really, really liked it. Yeah, so did I. I still do. Um, but, yeah, it's, it just seems a lot of people didn't like the story whatsoever. But no, I, 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 can't, I can't see that at all. I really can't. No, I, don't, I don't know what there isn't to like in this. I mean, no. it still strongly reminds me of Sapphire and Steel. Yep, same here. Um, same here. And that's not a bad thing as far as I'm concerned. So, no. Well, because we, uh, we, well, we said at the time if they were to bring back... Sapphire and Steel as, as a TV show, they yeah. could they could do probably no better than use that story to open it. Yeah, because it suited it so. Yeah, perfectly, it really did. Yeah. Um, no, I, I really don't necessarily. I've watched it again and uh, enjoyed it again. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just think it was again. It was it was well acted. I thought the uh, the peg dolls were particularly creepy. Yeah. Um, even when they weren't on screen, you just heard that, like the the, the the child's laughter. Yeah, which which is always creepy in my book, anyway. And also the scene where uh, Amy and Rory open the door, and it's just the doll, and then you get the camera angle from behind the doll. Yeah, looking away, and just the doll slowly straightening itself up. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. it was great. I still I still do. It was. Um... I would say okay, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but it was certainly, um, I think, for for me, it ticked all the right boxes. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know what really more you want from Doctor Who, really. No, exactly. I suppose, uh, I suppose, okay, that it was the, um, the way it sort of, it called out to the Doctor across the universe was a little bit hokey. It was a little bit, um contrived in the way the way the doctor was summoned to help the kid yeah. out but hey it was supposed to be psychic um it must be bloody powerful to have reached across all that way but you know it was, it was just a minor thing really i yeah. couldn't i couldn't really at the, at the time i couldn't find any, much wrong with it it did say it did have some flaws but um on the whole though it was great yeah it really was and actually was a way to say that I mean interestingly actually because the ending of that of course is that effectively a father's love for his son saves the saves the day day. yeah which was then used in closing time yes it was wasn't it (laughs) two episodes later 
Yeah. And actually, <laughs> not as well. No, it wasn't. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that one. We'll come on to that one. Um, I've only just actually realised that. Yeah, I, it hadn't occurred to me. Because the only com- well, I'll, I'll say we'll come on to that late, um, later because it's always the same comparison made last week. But uh, yeah. But anyway, um, the next standalone episode was the girl who I like to say that again, the girl who waited. Yeah. Uh, which for me was the outstanding episode of this series. Yeah. It really was. I I just thought it was, it was absolutely. I thought it was perfect. Okay, I know people have complained about the. The whole thing, why didn't Rory just tell her which button to press? And none of this would have happened. But then, not necessarily something that you'd have thought of. No. Necessarily. No. She might have asked which button she should press. Yeah. But then you might not realise that it actually makes any difference when you're on the outside. Mm. Yeah, I, I just... I, anyway. And the I fact that Rory the... did go out there and then try and get back in Yeah. to the... I did, I did, room, but yeah, but she wasn't there. Yeah, obviously the time stream. Yeah. No, I just thought it was excellent. I just thought the the acting was absolutely spot on. Um, the camera work was was brilliant as well. The scene, the scenes between um, between Amy Roar at the end when they're separated yeah. by the Tardis door, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I yeah. really did. And as for and and. If you're going to have a Doctor Light episode, that is how you do it. Yeah. You don't have stuff like Fear Her and um, Love and Monsters, stuff like that, you know. Um, I think that and Blink can show shows yeah. you what, what you can do with the Doctor Light yeah, episode. Yeah, you, you can do them. Yeah. It's, it's not a... And I suppose to a certain, certain extent, Turn Left as well. Yeah. Was uh, quite a... A good dot like one, but the, but for that for that is that was just the outstanding, outstanding episode. It really was. But again, it seems to be another one that's um, divided fan opinion. That there's well, there was a lot of plaudits for it. There seems there seems to be equally a lot of people who didn't like it. Yeah, um... and, and 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 since I started picking a lot of holes in it, and I think quite unfairly. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, yeah, it's not that I didn't, in saying I still like the Doctor's Wife more than that. It's not because I don't like this. I think this is excellent. Yeah. Uh, and there are some very good scenes. And you can also also then get to the point of why Rory's, you can see the cracks appearing between Rory and the Doctor in this. Yeah, but that didn't, uh, that didn't really build up to anything, did it? I think the Doctor, you think you take it that the Doctor's starting to... <clears throat> from this episode on, the Doctor's realising that perhaps he's got to take responsibility. Yeah, I, I think that it, for me, it sort of went, the wrong, the, it went the wrong way with that. I think it should have gone with, with Rory. I think it should have been Rory should have been the one to have said, you know what, I'm not travelling with you anymore. I know he said that, didn't he? Yeah. In The Girl Who Waited, but it's... Um, he, he, as a character, never followed up on that. No. And I think that would have made things more interesting if he, if, I think, if he had done. There's still that little bit of resentment left there, which was, by the time he got to the God Complex, it was all forgotten about. To a certain extent, although he does say something about 
when he's talking about Rory not having any fears, he says about you said that in the past tense, travelling with you. Hmm. As if he's saying yeah, that in your mind you're not here anymore. Yeah, but that was it though, wasn't it? There was nothing. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was sort of very subtle. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, as you say, the scene. Not even necessarily well, the scene with Rory and the old Romy at the end, but actually the scene with Rory and the Doctor, when the Doctor's basically telling him he's got to make the choice. Hmm. All right, again, again, the moment the doctor shut the door. I say, before you go on, Paul, I must, I must say, sorry, sorry to the listeners that the sound is breaking up again, so um, hope, hopefully it will, it will uh, correct itself again. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was a bit of a I still think it's a bit of a missed opportunity, but um, but for things that people are picking holes in this episode now, uh, things like the, they, they say like the makeup was rubbish um, on Amy, which... I cannot see that at all. I thought the, the the makeup was very, very well done and very, very subtle as well. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I thought, yeah. I thought it worked well. Yeah. And I thought the story worked well. And yeah, certainly, certainly the last five minutes of centering around the Tardis door. Yeah. Was as good as anything. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so, okay, if we move now on to uh, the God Complex, um, which again appear to have divided fan opinion, um, I still quite like it. Yeah, I do. Actually, yeah. I liked it more watching it again. Yeah. Than I did the first time, even, I think. Yeah. Um, again, a lot of people slagged off David Williams, but I thought he was his character was... A, it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. It wasn't. I thought it was expected to be the the current relief, and I think people still see him as the as the current relief for that episode. But he wasn't. No, he was probably the most evil thing in it. Yeah, it was. The, it was the the slyness of the character. Yeah. You know, it was. I just thought it was very very well done. Uh, I thought, yeah. And again, I thought the makeup on him was really good because you could you could tell it was you could tell it was him, but at the same time. It wasn't him, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's probably more his voice gives him away. More than, more than the actual seeing him through the makeup. Yeah. But, I mean, certain things, when he turns around and says about, if that was my room, you've still not found yours to own me. Yeah. In the most sinister way you can imagine, it wasn't a, a just a throwaway line. It was a purposeful line to actually start make her worried. Yeah. Almost, you know, as if to say, oh, well, Perhaps if I can get you scared enough, it'll come after you before it comes after me. Exactly. Yeah, I, it was it was brilliant. I thought the character was brilliant. I thought the um, the Minotaur as well. The makeup job on that was outstanding. Yeah, really was. I still want to know what's behind the Doctor's door. Yeah, we never found out, did we? No, and I never actually don't want to find out, to be honest. Um. Well, a part of me does, but I think actually, whatever whatever it'd be, would be a disappointment. I think it would be actually, wouldn't it? I, I've got in my own mind what is behind the door, which I think we've already discussed anyway. Yeah, um, at the time. So you, you don't need to know the answer to that. That's, no. that's, that's that's one of those ones where whatever your imagination can front up is probably going to be better than the answer. I think you're right. You'd get yeah. So you'd only be disappointed. Yeah. 
I think so. Um, and I still think the um, that the actual ho the, the set of the hotel again was really really good. It just put me in mind of The Shining a lot. I know I know which you haven't seen, but yeah, um, it just put that that sort of drab hotel interior, which I know it's meant to be set in the eighties, or that the, the hotel was meant to be from the eighties at least. Um, but I <laughs> I have been in hotels sort of quite recently that look. Exactly like that. Yeah, uh, one I was staying in in Ireland, actually. <laughs> there you go, you see. Um, it doesn't have it to be. not far off of that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Nice hotel. But it, it just, the decor, yeah, the decor needed a bit, um, yeah. a bit a bit of seeing too, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, but again, I still thought it was a very, very good story. Um, and then, of course, it led to the big um, thing at the end with the Doctor leaving... Rory and Amy behind in, in quite affluent circumstances as well, I might add. Yeah. Yeah, no no just dropping them off saying goodbye and running off. There's to other. No. When you think about Sarah Jane just getting dumped. What she what she thought was Croydon. Yeah. Yeah. Um No, he gave the Doctor Lee's a nice a nice house. Um and Rory an E type Jag. Yes. Wish someone leave me an E type Jag. Bloody hell. But uh, yeah, I think I think that again that just showed how much the doctor was probably um, how much he sort of like felt for Amy and Rory, and also yeah. probably how much guilt he had for them as well. Yes, probably as much for the for the what's happened to their daughter as mm. anything else. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and you could see you sort of as I say with the. Um, Rory and the girl he waited and then the having to realising what he'd done to Amy in this mm. and that she would follow him to her death if she yeah could. that's right yeah and probably I actually think now I've sort of thought about it, the fact that okay not only has the doctor been responsible for her or both Amy and Rory, uh, for that matter, missing out on their on their child growing up. Uh, but also that the fact he's also responsible for her death to a certain degree. Yeah. But in the past. Yeah. His past, anyway. So. Um, yeah, because yeah, of course that's the... the one secret that he's got that none of them have. Yeah. So there is an awful lot of guilt going on there, isn't there? Yeah. It really is. Um, but okay, so that, that then leads on to um, Amy and Rory's little cameo in Closing Time, which again didn't really... that Their little cameo didn't really make a lot of sense to me, apart from the fact the Doctor just didn't want to still avoid them. He wanted to go and speak to them, but yeah, he sort of thought better of it. But it's just the fact that Amy was seen to be a model... Or she's got her own perfume range. I couldn't quite figure out what the hell they were going for there. Yeah. I think model, I think. Yeah. Which in some ways not wanting to well, say was... there's anything wrong with modelling. No, not at all. It just seems but a bit, a bit of a weird thing who'd... for her to do. Yeah. yeah. Somebody who'd been that strong-willed. Yeah. You could have seen her going down the same way as Sarah Jane Smith. Yeah. In still looking for... Think problems to solve and mm. whatever, especially when you consider what she'd become in the girl that waited. 
Well, exactly. Unless, I mean, and obviously the, the name of the perfume was the uh, the password, wasn't it, in um, to get into the console room in The Doctor's Wife, Petrichor. Yeah. So maybe, uh, that's what makes me think, because well, I thought, oh, oh yeah, she's a model, but maybe think, well, actually, maybe she, it's actually her perfume she's advertising. Yeah, that's a fault. Hmm, I hadn't thought with that, actually. Yeah. No, yeah, just a, just a, just just occurred to me. But um, but anyway, if we if you get back onto the the the, the actual story of closing time, um, yeah, yeah. So, I give this about as much time as Curse of the Black, Black Spot. Spot yeah, um, I, I don't think there's anything. I yeah, I just haven't changed my mind about it really. No, um, neither have I. But saying, I mean, not I'm saying, but not from my point of view. But listening to other podcasts, everybody loved it. Yeah, and I think we I were, did feel we, we were slightly out of out of yeah out of sync with everyone else there. Yes, but yeah. um, and I actually thought, well, maybe I know. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched it. Um, I haven't watched it since we did that uh, that particular podcast. But I still haven't changed my mind about it. And I, I stand by what I said. I thought it was it was a just a retread of the lodger. Yeah, the the ending was more or less the same as the lodge, and now, now as you've also pointed out, the ending was also the same as Night Terrors. Yeah, you know, a, fa- a father's love saves the day. Um, but I still, I still think that the Doctor and Craig are a good sort of pairing character-wise. It's just the fact they didn't change the setting, as it were. No. It would have been actually good if they could have actually have taken... It's actually, so looking back generally on the series, how much of this has been set on Earth? Yeah, there's been so a lot. Extent. There's been a lot again, hasn't there? Um, different time spans, maybe, but not... I mean, you've got the Doctor's wife, wasn't The almost people Rebel Flesh probably was, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was, yeah. Good Man I Goes think, to War wasn't. Was. And The Girl Who Waited wasn't. No. But basically everything else has been, hasn't it? Am I missing anything? Uh, God Complex wasn't. God Complex, yeah. Yeah. So was that three out of 13? Yeah. That weren't? I'm sort of thinking if, if that's a better average than what you got with Russell T Davis, I can't remember. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. Mm. Can't think of series wise to be honest but it does seem to be that they tend to be more interested in time than place with this series yeah um, I think about the last series what we had again I think it was more to do with time than you're right that was more to do with time than place wasn't it yeah Um, I know that the second episode um, of series five was on the star whale wasn't it yeah but then, but I'm trying to think what happened after. But oh, no. Vincent and the Doctor, Earth. Yeah. Victory um, for the Daleks, Earth. Earth. Um, oh, the yeah, final yeah. two were Earth. Apart, yeah, I think the only ones that weren't was the, um, Weeping, the An- Weeping Angels. Part two, two part. part. Yeah, I think that was it, from what I can remember. 
Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the 11th hour was... That was on uh, Earth. Then you had the Vampires of Venice, obviously, Earth. Yeah. yeah Amy's Choice. Sort of her, but it's actually statue sitting inside the TARDIS, so that was... Yeah. You can't say one, one thing lot, or the other, really, was it? Yeah. But Earth-bound, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 They yeah. wasn't sure if they was on Earth. Yeah. So, yeah, it has been. I mean, I suppose it's the cheapest way of filming. <laughs> I suppose so. Or not, as the case may be. Because they keep slashing the budget each year. Yeah, but I suppose you don't, to a certain extent, any outside filming you can do on location. Yeah. You're not actually building huge sets. Or that if when they do sort of have sets, they just seem to reuse the council chambers in, in Cardiff, don't they? Yeah. Just keep redressing that. It's, uh, yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, so if you could... So we, we've gone through just about every bloody episode there. Um, if you, so if you take the, the series as a whole, how how would you describe it? Yeah, I think I enjoyed it. I think, um, like I say, my only criticism is 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 how it was how the episodes were loaded. Yeah, no, I, I was I was gonna that. yeah I was gonna say that as well. I just thought the tone was a little bit uneven. Yeah, because I think. I try to remember when we, when we did a well, 6.1 retrospective. Um, I believe I... I think I said something along the, along the lines that the, the first half of the series was a little bit meh. Yeah. Sort of slightly underwhelming. Um, but it more than made up for it was some cracking episodes in the second half. Well, the pro- I think the problem I had with it when we said it was it was just too arc-driven. Hmm. I know that's, uh, been, that's been everybody's complaint, hasn't it? It's... But not from the point of the fact, oh, it's too art-driven. It's the point of the fact, oh, it's too difficult to understand. Mm. And, and it's caused the tabloids to... And I've never known a series like it. I mean, if you, Not even the other series as well. Um, I know the Daily Mail tried to do that with Series 1. Tried to whip up some, con- uh, some sort of form of controversy, especially with Dalek. Um, yeah. With... Oh, God, this is really terrible. I can't remember that the uh, the guy was collecting all the all the alien artefacts. Basically, when he, when he told that the young English kid to Adam, when he told him to go and um, spoon with Rose or whatever, is, is it, I mean, who uses spoon these days? But the, uh. Daily, but the Daily Mail just took that as a, he's telling him to go and have sex with her. Is this an outrage? And there was nothing of the sort. Um yeah. But this particular, and since then there's been no real um, controversy on that front. All they've been trying to do is just spoil it for everybody, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and the sun, I think we've cottoned on to this now, is not to trawl around the forums because the forums do not contain any facts. No. Um, some of the ridiculous theories they were printing as facts were lifted straight off of um, places like Gallifrey Base with the things like the, you know, the Red Dalek was um, Harriet Jones. Yeah. I mean, nonsense. A- absolute nonsense. But they, say, but they were treating it as fact. But this particular series, all the press really did seem to have it in for the show, didn't they? There was so, we've yeah. Had, yeah, we've had a lot, haven't we? The yeah. ratings have been analysed every week. The... Yeah, the, the people are turned because they, they, they don't understand the plot and um, they're bored with the arc. Yeah. Oh dear! It's just been relentless this series, isn't it? Yeah. 
No, yeah, that's my thing. The first, because the first half of the series, you had you only had two episodes that weren't really arc based. Out the the seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but then the second half, effectively, if you discount the last ten minutes of closing time, yeah, you've only had two episodes out of the second out of the this six that have been. Yeah. So I'm not too I'm not too bothered. I mean, if you've got half the episodes in dealing with the arc and half a standalone, then that's fine. I don't mm. think that's that, that bad a ratio, really. No, I don't think so. Um, it's just like I say, it was just too in the first half of the series. It was too mu- much setting up the stories. Yeah. So so we we've, we've picked. Um... We've picked our favourite episodes. Yours is yeah. uh, the Doctor's wife. Mine is the girl who waited. Yeah. Um, what is your most disliked episode? Now, obviously, we've got two clear front runners here. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, it's three clear front runners. Yeah. Um. um I'm probably going to go for. I'd probably go for closing time, to be honest, just on the basis that I think it was um, nothing new in it. Mm. Well, Whereas I... at least you could see they was trying to do something with yeah. Curse um, of the Black Spot. I don't think they quite got the, the tone of it that they wanted with it. No. Um, I know I, I selected that the, the Almost People was my... It was certainly my most disliked episode of the first half of this series. Um, yeah. But I suppose, to a certain extent, it served its purpose. Yeah. With introducing the flesh and giving us the revelation that Amy was also yeah. of, of the flesh as well. Um, so as you say... And getting everybody on the forums during the summer thinking, oh, so is that what's going to happen on the beach? Yeah, that's it. It's going to yeah. be the, be, the yeah, doctor that Look dies. how wrong everybody was. Um, yeah. It was interesting to listen um, to other podcasts during the week um, about the the resolution that was the test selector, and people going, well, of, of course I knew it was going to be that, and I thought, well, I don't think you did. No, um, you picked up. I didn't pick up on it at all. Um, and I think what I think what a lot of people are, are, are missing out is the fact that they probably picked up at the same time as you did. When he when he said, "Is anything else I can do?" Yeah, I mean, yeah. In retrospect as well, the fact that they they give it a big introduction in the previously bit. Yeah suggested that there was more than a passing reference going to be made mm. to yeah it was uh but anyway um where was i yeah so that that so i think almost people it even though i didn't like it it did play its part in the arc as it were um yeah so that leaves me the curse of the black spot or closing time and as you said curse of the black spot it was disappointing i don't i don't dislike the episode as yeah. such, it was disappointing. It wasn't I could probably kept. I could probably watch it again. Whereas yeah, I, it just wasn't what we were expecting, was it? I think that was. No. I think that was the, the, the yeah. biggest thing. I was expecting a big piratey romp, and it was nothing of the sort. Yeah. Um, so that leaves me with closing time as well. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the one it, that everybody else likes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, th- I think really, it just from the point of view that it, it serves absolutely no purpose. Yeah, it's of no purpose whatsoever. Um, the way the the Cybermen were treated in that was it was terrible, absolutely terrible. I know they're supposed to be you know, just woken up, they're scavengers, blah blah blah. 
but it was just oh god here we go again it's oh we will overload their emotion chip and yeah it, we've done that already you yeah. know um and the Solomon's heads blow up again we've seen that you know we don't it's just a reach and say it was just a reach of the lodger anyway which, while I enjoyed that, I enjoyed the lodger. I know you didn't particularly, did you? It wasn't particularly, Bob, but certainly more than I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was completely unnecessary. And I know there's sort of now talk of possibly bringing back the character of Craig again. I hope not. And if, But if they do, uh, let's take him out of the flat scenario yeah. and yeah. off-world off somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, if he stumbles into the TARDIS or something. And... Yeah, because he hasn't actually been in the TARDIS yet, has he? No. So that that would make it a bit more interesting. But if they're just going to repeat, oh, the Doctor goes and visits Craig again. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I will not like it from just from, from the off, from the outset. Yeah. Because it's, it'll be the third time they've used that setup. So, um, yeah, that's just something a bit different. If they're going to use him again, that's just something a bit different. There we go. Oh, so we, we agreed on our, our least favourite anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, it, there's not really yeah. anything. I wouldn't be bothered if I had to watch either of either the Doctor's Wife or the Girl Who Waited again. I wouldn't be disappointed at whichever I had to watch. No. Um, so there's not a lot between them. It's just actually, there's a few actual lines in that that I liked more. And I quite like the idea of the him being able to talk to the TARDIS. Yeah. Which you always sort of kind of guess he did anyway. That, that's yeah. why everyone's saying, oh, this is going to be the big game changer. And I well, no, because I think everyone's... If you go back as far as um, Edge of Destruction, the Doctor more or less says there that the TARDIS is alive. Yeah. The, the, you know, the TARDIS power source is trying to, is trying to warn them that the, uni- that the universe is about to end. You know, it was the TARDIS that actually saves them. Um, yeah. So, so from the from the very beginnings with Hartnell, it's been alluded to that the TARDIS is alive, and we've and we've always thought that. Anyway, he always treat yeah. he always treats the TARDIS like he calls it old girl for you know for God's yeah. sake. So, um, you know, from that point of view, no, that wasn't a game changer, but it was a great episode. Yeah. Just not just not my favourite. It's my second favourite. Put it that way. Yeah, no, but I, I, no, yeah, I don't mind. I, I quite enjoyed this series. Yeah, and actually, because I've watched quite a few episodes uh, this weekend mm. in a row, it's been quite enjoyable watching them that way. Yeah, no, I think you know, it's been it's been very very good, very very good. Um, so I, th- I think we're I think we're done with our retrospective. Yes. Yes. Um, so there you go. On the whole, we both enjoyed it. Um, Barring a, a, a few hiccups along the way, so I could say. Yeah. 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 Um, so, basically, where, where does Who's He go from here? I hear everyone ask at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to tell us where we can go. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I've, <laughs> I've already disappeared up there once today, so... <laughs> No, um, well, certainly next week um, we'll be back with our first um, audio commentary for for quite some time now, isn't it? 
this, if I'm still alive. If you're still alive. If Paul hasn't died of the lurgy by this time next week, uh, Tony will be, um, well, that's the plan anyway, Tony will be uh, joining us for the first time since yeah. June, I believe. Um, now, we used to keep it a bit of a secret, didn't we? About yeah. what, um, what we were going to do, purely from the point of view so Tony wouldn't find out so we could uh, surprise him, so he'd have plenty of uh, questions to ask when we're watching it. However, um, as Tony's already got this one anyway on um, DVD, and also for the point of fact he doesn't listen to these podcasts anyway, no. he doesn't make any difference. So um, what we will be doing next weekend is an audio commentary for The Five Doctors, um, which I think is a, it should be fun anyway. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a lot to, there's a lot to enjoy there. Yes, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, a lot to enjoy. So, uh, so there we are. So that's um, what we'll be doing next week. After that, um, I guess we'll be going back to our series five retrospective. Yeah, wherever we got to. Wherever we got to, I think we've got (laughs) writing and tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Did we get as far as Dal? Victory of the Daleks. I think we did. Victory of the Daleks is the last one. So yeah. Uh, Yes. We yes. cut that out. We don't have to watch that again. No, oh, that's <laughs> good. So, good news. That's good news. So that's the. Um, what are we on to next? Then it's the Weeping Angels two parter, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, good, excellent. Yeah. So actually, yeah, so actually to look forward to. It looks forward to that one. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Every, all, anyone listening can just go off and play by themselves. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. So, anyway, so until next weekend, then um, we'll be back. With the five doctors, not literally back with the five doctors, but uh, but hopefully, Can't quite be. <laughs> that's the way I'm feeling. <laughs> we're going to get a couple of nurses as well, I think. And we're going to get Richard Herndall to stand in for you. <laughs> You're going to do the intro, then we get Richard Herndall to play your part for the rest of the show. <laughs> and if Tony doesn't turn up, we're going to wax work down here. <laughs> Oh, I still got a feeling he won't turn up next week, but something's going to happen. I have a feeling, or it'll be me who'll have the bloody lurgy next week. You watch. Mm. Oh well. Okay then. So until next weekend, it is goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website which is www.whos-he.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast.